0: Coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Yoshi, what is it, boy? Mario's trapped in the well? We gotta go save him! It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with ya. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, and I am joined, as I am always joined, by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. I'm going to do this. We've got a good show for you today. We are going to be talking about the Nintendo Switch OLED edition, and we are going to be determining the 10 best Nintendo animal companions. But Mark, in the meantime, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. Uh, Patrick, you and I are known to... We've seen a, a Marvel movie or two in our lives. Yes. And uh, this is our last time uh-huh. at, before we're going to go see Black Widow to check in with each other. That's right. And say, Patrick. Yes. What is your hype level for Black Widow? How mm. are you feeling?
0: Uh, and so when I return this question to you, I have to also say, Patrick. You can freestyle. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, I would say uh, I'm, I'm sort of living in like a loosey-goosey. Like, I don't know that I uh, I am not currently in a, like, body hype.
1: Mode mm-hmm. for it. Uh, you're, you're sleeping fine. You don't have heart palpitations. I do not.
0: I mean, look, there uh, Sarah and I are flying out the next morning. Um, and, you know, there, there was a second where she was like, is that going to be okay? Because I remember going to see Endgame in the theater and then not being able to sleep <laughs> for we were too excited.
1: Um, I had a similar experience yes. when we saw Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Uh, I was flying out the next morning and I wasn't able to sleep, but for other reasons. Right. Suicidal ideation. <laughs>
0: Um, so I mean, I I I don't know. In in the post endgame landscape, um, I feel like there's this sort of like swimming in like a, a mediocrity. Not to say that I disliked uh, like I I liked WandaVision. I'm sorta of lukewarm on Falcon and Winter Soldier and like Loki to this point um has only like middlingly impressed me. Uh so like I'm I'm just sort of I'm just sort of grooving on it right now. I'm not like it doesn't feel like a make or break kind of thing for me. Mark, how are you? Where's your
1: hype? I, same place. I I feel blissfully free from hype. So it's just like, yeah, if this movie's good, great. If this movie's bad, fine. Fine, yeah. Yeah.
0: And honestly, like, you know, Marvel has developed this really high floor um where like even the things where you're like, that's a pretty bad Marvel movie, I'm like I probably still sort of have fun. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I still have fun yeah. a little bit with Doctor Strange. Right. Or I was going to say Thor too, but I don't think I actually do have fun with Thor <laughs> Thor the,
1: yeah, maybe not.
0: Um, speaking of things you may or may not have fun with, my copy of Sonic Forces. Uh, you can borrow it. It's my copy of the game for the Nintendo Switch. The actual cartridge that I played. Actually, that's not true because that one got lost. So it's a different cartridge that is filling in for that cartridge. It remains a perfect borrowing program. All you got to do is email us at Society at gmail.com and give us a mailing address so we can send you my copy of this game. You can play it for as long as you want. One thing that might happen to you, unfortunately or fortunately, is that a copy of Untitled Goose Game might be in there. Uh, there's no planning for it. There's no planning around it. Um, it's just something that might happen. So uh, I already said you can't be prepared,
1: but be prepared. Another thing you can do is leave us a five-star review on the U.S. US Apple Podcast Store or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, we've been on a little run of disparaging the Apple Podcast Store. I have. It's but true. But that's, uh, that's still where we're checking. Um, we appreciate it a lot. Uh, it helps people find the show and um, it, it, it counts as your good deed for the day. If you do it and it will sh- shout you out on the show. So if you have been dying to hear your name or your screen name uh, said by Patrick and my dulcet tones, that can, that can happen very easily.
0: Yeah. And if you're reviewing us or favoriting us or following us anywhere else, uh, email us at nintendocartridgesociety
1: at, at gmail.com. gmail.com.
0: Let us know. And we will also shout you out on the show.
1: Maybe we end up really, really disliking Black Widow and you need to pull us back from the brink. Oh my God. a five-star review could be a way to do it.
0: Um, Or maybe we love Black Widow And uh, we forever want to live in the world of high espionage. And you need to pull us back to reality by being like, no, you have important podcast work to do here. This is
1: going to be a problem when Avatar 2 comes out. We're going to want to live in Pandora. We're going to need So soon,
0: 2022, Mark. (laughs) We discovered this over the weekend when we were inexplicably talking about Avatar 2. It's closer than you think. Uh, All right, speaking of closer than you think, Mark, let's uh, start off this episode. I'm going to play some transition music, and then you and I are going to talk about the new model of Switch that Nintendo revealed earlier this week. Nintendo Switch OLED edition. Uh,
1: Version? What is it? Model. (laughs) Model. Can't you see it's smizing in those oh my gosh photos?
0: Um yes, that was a good joke. I'm sorry. I was uh, I was already laughing. I was laughing at my mistake and so I couldn't like roll it into a new laugh, but I liked your joke. Um yeah, so this thing was revealed on Tuesday. Um it is a 349.99 uh new model of the Nintendo Switch which uh bears a lot of the uh rumored features. Um, but with none of the power or computing upgrades.
1: Yeah, this was a really weird thing to wake up to. We recorded on Monday night. Early Tuesday morning, I wake up um from texts from like you, some other friends, and I uh, <laughs> instead of, I didn't feel anything. Yes. like it was kind of a it was, I think, because we had had so many there a switch revision. Has been rumored in some form or another since 2018. We did an entire episode in 2018 about what the Switch revision could be. And in the past like few weeks, it is really it really came to a fevered pitch right before E3. And Bloomberg, like like reputable sources like Bloomberg and stuff, they delineated what this model was going to include. And what it actually includes is, like you were saying, entirely spot on with one major thing that was like rumored omitted which is like 4K you know chips that are capable of uh running games at like 4K just basically it, it more power is DLSS yeah yeah, some, yeah yeah the the, the graphical like up- upgrading quality
0: yeah and like that's and then of course like none of the uh unnamed like technical spec wish list stuff is you know in- included in here either i'm still going to have to wait for another revision for my bluetooth uh capabilities um but so let, let, let's, let's just like lay out what actually this thing is. So it does have the 7-inch uh, OLED screen, which is 0.8 inches uh, bigger than the current model Switch's screen, which doesn't sound like a lot less than an inch, but like that diagonal
1: length, you know, like you, you feel the that The bezels difference. are a lot yeah. uh, thinner.
0: Uh, also, an OLED screen is going to be a lot like brighter, more like dynamic uh, screen display. Um, there's an adjustable stand that is as wide as the system itself. Um, so instead of that tiny little kickstand, uh, it uh, seems to be
1: a thing that will, uh, like, have some sort of versatility to it. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the one on the Microsoft Surface. Yeah, how totally. You can really, um, it's really sturdy, and then there's a lot of different angles you can choose from.
0: Uh, there is a, a built-in wired LAN port for the for the dock, so, you know, no more using the, uh, the little dongle that you purchased. For, like, Ethernet, yeah. For Ethernet. Um, It comes with 64 gigs of internal storage um, and enhanced audio
1: in the speakers. So 64 is double what the current base model includes. And Uh, it's a little bit, like, bigger, but um, the Joy-Con are the same. Yes. And the the new dock that is included will work with your old Switch. So it's not like it – and apparently Nintendo is going to be selling it separately. So if you want, like, the built-in Ethernet and all that kind of stuff – and also, it comes with white, or a model of it comes with white Joy-Con. And right. it is and slick looking. And a white dock, Oof, too. Yeah. Um, which is also slick
0: looking. And it's coming out on October 8th, which is the same day as uh, Metroid Dread.
1: Is the dock, the white dock, is that exclusive to the white yes. Joy-Con? Oh, I thought, for, I thought that that was just the new, new dock. No. Got I, it. Okay. Yeah, or I don't believe so. I think we, you're, you're probably right. We're early
0: days here. Yeah. Look, like, we're going to get some, uh, some facts wrong, probably. Um, but so, uh, it, it, it coming out the same day as Metroid Dread um, means that the sort of, like, black and white, like, high contrast um, summons the, like, image of the Emmy, the, uh, like, very apple-looking robot that's chasing Samus oh, around.
1: Yeah, I also feel like uh, one thing that really struck me in that first trailer for Metroid Dread is when you first see Samus's suit and it is, like, the white variant of it. Yes. And so, yeah, like, that, like, white and black, like, contrast seems like a big part of that game.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, like, that that is a, it's a cool, like, variant on the Switch. Um, But, I mean, like, as, as you were saying, like, I don't know that this is enough to really, like, this doesn't feel like a Switch that you upgrade to. It feels more like if you needed to buy a new Switch, either because you didn't have one in the first place or because you know a switch broke or
1: whatever or you just need a second one for your household that this would be a good option yeah i i completely think so um so it yeah it's interesting because this is kind of following i'm taking a drink in a way yeah yeah he actually is in this case um (laughs) it's in a way, it's following the same model that we saw with the 3DS, right? Where you yeah. had the regular size 3DS, you had a, the 2DS, which in the Switch equivalent is the Switch Lite, and then you have the 3DS XL. And this kind of fits the 3DS XL place, Yeah. except, you know, with the 3DS, 3DS XL, the screen was significantly larger. That top screen was significantly larger than the regular 3DS. and uh, you know, having not seen the screen in person and so it it could very well be incredibly dynamic, um, in comparison to the screen that's currently on the Switch. But the difference just by looking at it, I don't feel like uh just l- looking at comparison shots, yeah. It isn't enough of a differentiator for me that, that like the XL was.
0: Well, and I I mean, both you and I play the Switch a lot docked, mm-hmm. right? Like not, not that we don't play it, you know, sometimes in handheld mode, um, but like, you know, I would say handheld, ho- handheld mode is probably like 10% versus the 90% that I play uh, docked, and then virtually 0% playing uh, in tabletop mode, which most of the improvements here seem to be for the tabletop mode, right? Like, it's, it's got, so the, 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 the OLED screen, which is bigger, um, the stand, which allows you to, uh, you're only going to use that in tabletop mode. Um, And then the improved speakers is another thing where it's like you're playing it in a setting where multiple people are crowding around it. Um, That's not going to matter as much if you are holding the thing um, and possibly, you know, wearing headphones with it.
1: Yeah. I I do think. So uh, when the iPhone 6 came out and it had like a larger screen. Yeah. I was upgrading from an iPhone 4S. And so it was like significantly smaller. But you were just so used to using it that, like, it was like, yeah, whatever. This is just my phone. Then when I got a 6, it was like, how was I ever using the right. 4S? Right. And so I wonder if it would be a similar thing getting, like, the Switch OLED, assuming uh, that the screen really is, like, that much more dynamic. Where it's, like, looking at it, you're like, well, I'm fine with the one I have. But once you got the, um, yeah. the OLED, you're like, whoa, this is, like, a much better experience for 50 bucks more. Which goes to your point where it's like, yeah, if you're buying new maybe, and it is only a difference of 50 bucks, that's a potentially really compelling upsell by spending 350 more dollars in order to get like a new Switch, I'm less excited about.
0: Yeah, and I mean, this is one of those things where like, you know, perhaps the real problem is that we all wanted a slam dunk, as you always do, right? Like you want something where you're like, no brainer, I'm absolutely going to get this thing. I'm in love with Nintendo and they treat me right. Um and this doesn't feel like that. Um, but like, I don't know. I like ultimately this. I am I feel f- almost just fine
1: ignoring this, right? Nintendo, yeah. And that's what's so kind of weird about this whole thing is that Nintendo never promised us anything. <laughs> right. That's right. They never said a word. Right. right? And yeah. so, uh, it's not their fault that all of these reports came out okay, um, it, it, promising it, it, something else. It
0: may not be their fault, but they live in the same world we do, right? Like they know what the they know what the reporting is. Right. But right? what are
1: but what are they supposed to what are they I supposed to do? I, I don't know. But, I mean, I guess they could come out and say, "No," but like nobody believes that anyways because right, true. What, like literally one week ago they were saying we I guess no they weren't plans, saying, yeah. "Yeah, we have no plans." And so or nothing to announce at this time or whatever. Right. So I I am super curious and I don't think we'll ever know. But I am, would be so curious to know what exactly happened. Because... Yeah, like, if,
0: if the sh- uh, more powerful versions of the machine were, like, in the initial plans or some manner of the... some some point in the planning uh, flowchart, and then they ran into the realities of the semiconductor shortage and were like, well, forget it. You know, we're, we're not going to be able to... Although, like, are the more powerful semiconductors more rare than the ones that run the normal switch? Like,
1: they're still making these things yeah i i i i don't i don't know i don't know maybe it takes different like fabrication techniques and yeah so, that could be um but the thing that's like so weird to me about it is like again you had like Bloomberg reporting, yeah, and they got everything else correct yeah and so yeah like at what i it's on the one hand super conceivable to me that there was a version of this that was going to have upgraded silicon that was going to be more powerful. It is also, and that in that world, it makes sense that like Bloomberg would at some point, uh, like the suppliers would have, yeah, you know, like verified seen some of the other plans things, yeah. for like all that kind of stuff. On the other hand, it not being more powerful. Fits more closely with the Nintendo that we like know, like the patterns from the past. Like when we were talking about the Switch Pro, when the rumors were at a pitch, I feel like both of us were kind of like, I like the reports seem to be true, but I don't understand this. Like, how does Nintendo market this? They have never been a company that's all about like pro products. So, how do you and they're never going to call it pro? (laughs) Right. So, like, how do you couch this like upsell in a way that isn't off-putting to you know like people who have bought just a regular switch and the answer was well they they aren't because right you know they didn't need to and so that's why i don't know the mystery of what happened with this reporting where everything else was so spot on but that one puzzle piece was missing is really curious.
0: I mean, I think, so like the, the smoking gun in, in the reporting was always that like, there were all these uh, Samsung OLED seven inch screens that uh, there, there was like a surplus of them and Nintendo was buying them up cheap, right? That, that was sort of the, uh, the like tangible proof that you could say they're working on a new kind of switch. And I, I mean, honestly, this may be where they got themselves in a position where they were like, had too good of a deal Samsung had all these extra screens and they were like, we need to unload these things. Nintendo was like, yeah, we'll do that and slightly redesign our console. And then everyone else was like, there's no way that could be it. There's no way that could be all they're doing. And
1: like, psych, that's all they're doing. Do you think, I also wonder from their perspective, if if this like is a potential release valve on um, demand. Yeah, I think so. Like at least in the U S like they are selling, an incredible amount of Switches. Worldwide, they're selling an incredible amount of Switches. Yes. And so uh, obviously the demand is there and you're introducing this new product that's more expensive, potentially finding like a different market fit, right? Where like, well, how many people are willing, are you willing to spend? How much do you want it? Do you want it for $350?
0: Yeah, which then also leads to, and we talked about this uh, when we were, you know, theorizing about the, the Switch Pro, that it will lead to a secondary market where switches are actually available for below MSRP, right? That, like, people would be uh, trading in their uh, r- vanilla switches at GameStop so that they can apply that credit towards the uh, new version, um, which then people have access to. Like, and that sort of solves a little bit of a problem by getting cheaper switches back out into the wild for people to buy. And sort of also throws um, GameStop a bone a little bit and just like their retail partners. Um, whether or not Nintendo cares about that, I guess I don't really know. Um, but you know, Nintendo, uh, if, if for no other reason than just that they've kept up Amiibo, um, are uh, like obviously, uh, helping their physical location retail partners, um, in that way. So I don't know. there, There are a lot of threads here that all sort of like wind together, um, to give us a product that makes a lot of sense business wise, isn't what the hardcore Nintendo audience wants and is going to be super successful. What do you
1: think? I I do wonder about that. I wonder if about, it'll be uh, about it being successful. I mean, I think it'll be fine. Yeah, I I do wonder what, like, the majority of people will go for. Probably just the regular Switch model if it's available, right? I I, I don't yeah, know. I, don't I know. mean,
0: I it's so I'm not gonna get this thing uh, on on day one, partially because that's already an an expensive Nintendo day for me. Um, I've got the uh the collector's edition of Samus Returns and the uh, amiibo coming my way. So it's already like a hundred and twenty dollar day for me, right? I don't need to add another three hundred and fifty dollars on top of it. Um so
1: and it sounds like you're you're not gonna get it. I'm not really planning on getting it. I am curious what the build quality is like. I I love my Switch, but it is a little like um uh when you're playing in a handheld mode, it feels a little squicky. Yeah. yeah, So um not yeah, in like a fine way. But if this if this was like a really, like, solidly built Switch. Like, that could be appealing. But I'm not rushing. I don't think I'm going to pre-order. Like, I'm not rushing to get one. Right. And also, we don't have any information about pre-orders at this point, right? I don't think so. I
0: haven't seen it go up. But I also didn't see any fervor about, like, people uh, being like,
1: pre-orders are going up on Best Buy
0: or anything like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think there are people that are looking forward to this. Yeah. And, uh, like, I think, again, if this is your first Switch or if you have, like, a Switch that's super damaged or something, like, I think... For 50 bucks more, a compelling case can be made for picking it up. Yeah. But it's just hard for me to be like, and I will spend a whole new $350 in order to get it. What, Patrick, do you think this means, if anything, for, like, an upgraded Switch? Or are we at the point where it's just like, this is kind of it, and then, um, you know, maybe we'll get a Switch Micro towards the end of its life, <laughs> and then... Uh, you know like sw- the successor to the switch is when we're going to see that sort of like 4K stuff. Uh
0: no, I think I think that is still possible. I think um you know in, in using your uh 3DS analogy, 3DS the 2DS is is the uh, Switch Lite and then the 3DS XL is the um uh OLED uh model. Um that's still a- a- the next step after that is the new 3DS um which actually is the uh better hardware um so yeah, I, I think it's it's possible that a year or two down the line we start hearing rumors again, uh credible rumors about um a switch with more power. Like I I, I mean, first of all, the I don't I think the rumors will persist forever. Um I just saw uh Games Beats uh Jeff Grubb being like, I only ever saw a rumor or I only ever personally heard rumors that said twenty twenty two for so it's like okay, well, all right, let's, uh. let's, let's just, keep, I don't know that I can do it anymore. The- <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know that I can they, like, I, uh, how can you ever tr- like, again, no fault of anybody like Bloomberg, which is the one I go to because they got so much right. Right. Like as far like the switch OLED model, they got like literally everything exactly right except for a new chipset. Yeah. And so, but how do you ever trust again? You know, where it's like...
0: Yeah, but I mean, this is being a Nintendo fan 101, right? <laughs> like, you, you hear the rumors, people source everything, yeah. like, super well, and, like, it's not always someone as credible as Bloomberg right. uh, throwing their hat in the race, but, like, I feel like we, we remember get Remember Pokemon
1: here. Stars? <laughs> I remember Pokemon Stars.
0: Um, I do think they are... I think the name uh, sells the thing as a... Boutique item Mm -hmm. for the person that wants this specific, totally right. Like they're not selling it to you as like the next version of the Switch that you absolutely have to have. This is for the person who wants the OLED screen. It's in the name, right? Or
1: the somebody who can't during like peak holidays aren't isn't able to find a base model, and so they're like, yeah, totally. Fine, I'll pay the extra fifty bucks.
0: Do you think the base model goes away?
1: Um. Part of me is like, yeah, I kind of think it does eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe next year. Yeah, I do see it going away. Do you think it goes away and the OLED switch goes down fifty bucks, or do you think just the entry point, the entry cost for switch is just now fifty dollars more expensive because that's what Nintendo thinks the market will bear?
0: Well, less uh, for a switch light, which is sure, sure. Now, now the disparity between uh one ninety nine and three forty nine feels way bigger. Then, like the difference between 200 and 300 dollars uh, is there. It's real, but it feels a little bit negligible, right? Where you're like, well, it's a, kind of a lot of money either way, and not a devastating amount of money, um, either way. Um, but the difference between 200 and 350 feels huge to me. Yeah. Um, so I, I think they've sort of like righted the disparity uh, but, but between the two units there.
1: Is that what happened with the new 3DS? Was the new 3DS more expensive? And then that that just became the base model that you would that you would get. I
0: think so. I think they were at one one twenty nine ninety nine and one fifty nine ninety nine no one seventy nine I believe I paid one eighty for my new
1: three d s xL. That's beast mode. If you can like your product is the switch has been out for yeah you know five years, six years, whatever it is now, and then to be like, and by the way. It, we're, we're raising the price by 50 bucks yeah what, i mean sure with like some additions to it but that's that's pretty not not really substantial
0: yeah well and it's uh i mean the secondary market bears that out though right like you can't buy you can only buy switches on the secondary market for more than what that's they wild. go yeah. for in the store so um you know, it's, as, as long as uh, the Switch is the king of the world, I don't know, I, we're, we're stuck, we're stuck yeah, in this scenario. Yeah, shrewd
1: business move, but uh, not, as, like, a fan, not, like, all that much to be excited about.
0: Right. Uh, so here we are. We thought we wouldn't talk about it that much. It's, <laughs> it's uh, 25 minutes in the show, and Mark, are you ready to have a little bit of fun for once? Let's do it. Uh, let's determine the 10 best Nintendo Animal Companions. So here's how we're going to do this. Mark and I have each come prepared with a list of 10-ish.
1: Yeah, I have I have more than 10.
0: So Mark, so do I. This is this is wonderful. I'm glad we can uh simultaneously disappoint each other. <laughs> um, now, I don't know about you, but I I took uh I took this to mean, "Oh, why why are we doing this?" Like, why why is Animal
1: Companion on on the brain? So we've both just recently played Legend of Zelda: Oracle of Ages and uh in that game there are three different animals that can assist you, and you get to choose which one you want to kind of be like your um, companion for the entirety of the game. And uh, one of them I was really taken with, and so that kind of got like animal companions on the brain.
0: Yeah, so uh, I mean, we, we can start with that animal companion, Mark, that I am sure you're going to uh, enter as, as, as one of your uh, top 10. Um, but so the, the process here is that uh, we, we've we come with our own lists. We are going to, and mine aren't in any order. I don't know about yours now. Um, and we're going to just put them all on, on the board here. And then we will eliminate uh, as many as we need to, to just have 10. And then we will rank those 10 animal companions. And we will have a definitive list of the top 10 animal companions. In Nintendo games. Mark, I just want you to know I did not strictly adhere to just Nintendo developed games.
1: Patrick, uh, you can't see this listeners, but Patrick and I are shaking hands because I also did not very strictly good. stick with um Nintendo characters. I tried as hard as I could, yeah, but uh there's a few in here. That's partly why I have like more than fifteen to try. More than fifteen. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. More Mark. than ten. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm starting to get mad. I'm, I'm going to take back this handshake. <laughs>
1: I have about, I have, I think 15.
0: Um, and the other thing that we uh, should draw attention to here is that, well, we are going to be talking about animals. So I think we are going to become a little bit impassioned about uh, how we feel about them. Mm-hmm. Um, and a- at the end of this process, uh, we have to promise to remain
1: friends. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's fair. Um, and right. I know that it, that seems like a formality to listeners, but truly, I think Patrick and I really consider like yeah. is our fr- like what is more important to us that we uh, really show our feelings about like we we're willing to hurt feelings to get the animal companions we want on this list. Well, and or we, for we, us to remain friends,
0: we know that we are willing to do that, right? Uh, and we will go there, but at, no matter what, no matter how many feelings have been hurt, d- devastated. Uh, we remain friends at the end of this. Yes. And this. If this is not explicitly stated, we risk our friendship with every episode we record. <laughs>
1: That's right. That's <laughs> right. That is actually very true.
0: Um, okay. Well, Mark, would you like to start with? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, an animal companion? so
1: I'm my my first animal companion is going to be Moosh, which is a bear with wings in The Legend of Zelda: Oracle of Ages. Um, Oracle of Ages. I was a little also th-
0: Oracle of Seasons. Oh he's, yeah, he's, I in, guess he is in, he's both.
1: in both. He's in both. Kind of lukewarm on Oracle of Ages in general, like as a whole. But I was really taken with this bear. Imagine, uh, kind of like a, one of those Charmin toilet paper bears, right?
0: Blue. Oh, but hold on, erase everything you know about him wiping his own butt. <laughs>
1: right, 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 right. You need yeah. to remove that. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah. So you have room
1: for love in your uh-huh. heart. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, this is a big old blue bear with tiny little wings, so small, and uh, he will like let Link ride on him, so that way. Uh, he can help Link get over these giant holes in the ground. And um, there's fan art of Moosh on the internet that is so cute. Like, Link is sitting on his back, and Moosh has, like, a tiny bead of sweat, like, coming oh. down his face. Because he's working so hard with his tiny little wings, carrying his big ol' body, and then also Link up there. Uh, my heart melted for Moosh really a bit. And he's blue, which I think was to take advantage of the Game Boy Color screen. But it's so much fun. I'm yeah. a big fan of Moosh.
0: Um, Mark, I, I uh, thank you uh, for directing me to Moosh fan art, which I immediately Googled. Um, yeah, it's it, it's incredible because he's like this big, and and the fan artists are are uh, quick to play into his chubbiness, uh, and so there's just these rolls of blue bear fat, uh, just and these tiny little wings. My God, they're so small.
1: <laughs> I would love a remake of Oracle of Ages just to see a high definition moosh
0: um another thing that i like about moosh is that when you encounter him he's usually being beat up by by monsters that's
1: true he's he's a gentle giant he's
0: a gentle giant he's a kind of a pushover but like we love him anyway um a great pick mark a wonderful pick new to our hearts
1: yeah absolutely like if we had done this episode a few weeks ago i would not have even known about him
0: uh so i'm gonna go from new to our hearts to probably uh, built into our hearts before we were even aware that they existed, uh, and i'm going to and i 'm going to try to make an argument for this as a companion, because you could argue that he is the primary antagonist of the game. I'm referring, of course, to the dog from duck hunt.
1: <laughs> okay, I think I, I, I thought about this too, and there are some on my list that uh, we're going to have to be graceful about if we want to if we ended up including it because they stretched the definition of companion. But I think Duck Hunt D- Dog is fair <clears throat> because, presumably, you brought him out there with you. Absolutely. And, like, yeah.
0: and you shoot the ducks, and he catches, he pulls them up and is like, look, you did a good job. Does he also chide you when you uh, let the, the ducks get away?
1: Absolutely. But in that way that, like, friends do. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just... he's just uh, He's just, you know, giving you the business. Exactly. He's giving as good as he gets. And, you know, maybe maybe we should be steering away from that
1: sort of, like, <laughs> boys will be boys attitude, right? Well, We're- we haven't determined if he's going to make our, like, top That's ten. True. That's true.
0: Um, but he's going in there, the duck hunt dog.
1: Okay. Well, I have another classic on here, and that is Rambi from Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. I believe, I did not go back and verify this, that when we ranked the animal buddies from Donkey Kong Country series, Rambi came out on top, and that is why I'm including him here.
0: Yeah, uh, a, a great pull, a necessary pull, um, and, you know, it's, uh, you are correct, I can tell you without going back and listening to the episode, I, this is one of those, you know how every now and then we do a ranking and we're like, well, obviously this is number one, but we'll talk about it when we get to the very top of the list, and Rambi was that for us. Um, Rambi is uh, the number one animal buddy in uh, Donkey Kong I mean, Country. who else is going to be, Squitter. No, I mean, come on, come on. I do have another animal buddy from uh, Donkey Kong Country on my list, but um, it is not it is not Squitter, Squitter, Squitter.
1: Uh, I think it's like a button button thing. Very good.
0: For my next pick, I am selecting from Super Mario, Three D World, and Bowser's Fury, Plessy.
1: Oh, the aquatic
0: dinosaur thing whose back you ride on um in these weird little like uh vehicle-esque levels um and Plessy Plessy's adorable uh and wears a little like ascot or like a little scarf around his neck uh when he drops you off he stands on his hind legs and waves at you um it's I absolutely love Plessy was thrilled to get to spend more time with him in Bowser's Fury where he acts as like your horse as you uh ride around the watery plains of uh bowser's world there whatever it is um yeah Plessy's just the best i
1: love him that's a really good one um okay up next i'm gonna i have just a blanket nintendog from the nintendogs series
0: so i i also have uh, uh, a a variation on Nintendo here um but I just wrote the player's Nintendo.
1: Yeah, so, I think that's a great way to couch it.
0: That like your Nintendo, Mark, is uh, one of your best Nintendo companions. My Nintendo, absolutely. I cared for that thing, right? Like I loved it. Um. So yeah, an absolutely iconic pull. Uh, Nintendogs, Nintendo. I feel like doesn't get enough uh enough attention in like the um like gaming pundit sphere. Uh, no one seems to talk about it anymore. It's one of those everyone played it games and everyone loved it, but no one wants to talk about it.
1: Anymore. Yeah, and one of those that it's, I, I think it'll be a little bit sad if it remains a DS and 3DS. Totally. Like thing, and that we'd never see another like version of Dogs. Did you see the, uh, I, I didn't, I haven't watched the run. I saw an article on Kotaku that during Games Done Quick, oh somebody God. was speedrunning um, uh, Dogs and they were trying to take it through the obstacle course. And, like, it just obstinately would not go through the tube. I love it.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love how much the, the dog will do what it wants. Um. All right. My next poll is a weird little green ostrich bird. Not little. It's large. It's probably seven feet tall. From Super Metroid by the name of Dachora. Um. This is the species name. This is the bird that, uh, in Super Metroid, uh, on the planet Debus teaches you how to use your speed boosts to like kind of crouch and then rocket up into the sky Uh, it teaches by demonstration um, and it ends up being one of um samus's sort of persistent companions uh and follows her to and through the beginning of uh metroid fusion uh and escapes that space station with her so it's entirely possible that we're gonna see more of this thing in Metroid Dread, and nothing would make me happier.
1: I I know that this is not true. I know that this is not true. But in my head, this bird looks like Kevin from the movie Up. Oh, now that is interesting.
0: the, the it's I don't even know if this bird actually has feathers. I think it may be a <laughs> scaly bird, uh, and is green. It's but, like one like, of those yeah. like jousts weird. Yeah, it like, is kind of like thingies. one of those Joust weird yeah. bird thingies. Yeah. Uh, it's a green it's like ostrich- something out
1: of like uh, heavy metal. Yeah,
0: totally, totally, totally.
1: Um yeah, and you know
0: the Samus's connection to animals um and to like the natural world is one of the things that to me always feels like it plays out in, in the background of these games um and is like a an important thematic element if not like the main one. Uh and the, the Chora, um you know sort of embodies that.
1: Okay, the I my next one is a character that is not actually from a Nintendo game, but is one that I associate with the Nintendo DS. And that is Missile, the little Pomeranian from Ghost Trick. Um, no. This is a very uh, energetic, kind of annoying, but in a way that is very true to the spirit of like a little Pomeranian uh, that really just wants to help in the game. Uh, does I, it, does it talk? What's his name? I'm sorry. It's missile missile, missile is the okay. name of this little Pomeranian and it does talk because it's a ghost and you're a ghost. <laughs> and so, cause missile is dead. And so, um, wow. R. so R. you P. guys, so you can communicate. Uh, yeah. Big fan of missile. Uh, if you, I really encourage you listener to Google missile from ghost trick because it's the art is really cute. Um, so yeah, missile is my pick. Um, I wonder if that is going to be
0: the only ghost dog that we encounter. Oh, Missile is cute. That's a cute dog. Um, I'll tell you, no, it is not the only ghost dog. Perfect. Um, all right, Mark, are you ready for me to throw a, a, a weird one at you? Yeah. That I'm then going to justify as indeed a companion and not the player character itself. I'm referring, of course, to Wolf Link from The Legend of Zelda and the Twilight Princess. During the portions of that game where Link is transformed into a wolf, I believe that you are not controlling the wolf. I believe you are controlling Midna. Who is then controlling the wolf? Who is then, yes, like Link is the mount at that point. Um, further to this point, uh, in Breath of the Wild, if you have the Wolf Link amiibo, you can scan him in and he runs around with you. Um, he's a cool looking wolf. He's got a Triforce on his
1: head. He does what you want him to, and he's a wolf. Yeah, in a lot of ways, he's just a dog with a hat. Um, wow, I don't like how dismissive
0: we're, <laughs> first of all, we would be of dogs with hats. And second of all, <laughs> I meant it as a selling
1: point. I meant it as a selling point. I, I, I think at this point, everything can go on the board, Yeah. Right? yeah There's yeah. no reason we have to edit ourselves now. We'll, we'll test our friendship later. Wow, okay, yeah. So in that spirit, I am going to put someone on here that I um, can only tenuously argue as a companion. Okay. In, like, the—well, it's—I'll just say it. It's the baby penguin from Mario 64.
0: Okay. All right. Um, Sure. So why do we like this penguin? We like this penguin because you can throw him off the edge of the world. Yeah, that's
1: exactly it. The penguin is iconic because uh, that penguin has been thrown off the edge of a cliff so many times. Yeah inadvertently with purpose yeah it happens right
0: um no it's good it's good i mean at, at baby penguin add him, him to the board um do we like the baby penguin we like the baby penguin more than like the mother penguin
1: i i think it's just the cute factor right yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah of course we like the baby more than uh, yeah of course um although i'm not to discount a penguin that like if mario's like five feet tall that this penguin must be like Enormous. Almost 20 feet tall. It's a huge penguin.
1: This penguin would tower over you. It'd be terrifying. This penguin would be peering into the window (laughs) of my second story apartment from the street.
0: Uh, It would be horrifying. Mark, I'm about to add another dog to this list. Um, So I went back and forth being like, is Yoshi an animal companion? Mm -hmm. Um, And I ultimately landed on no, because he has his own animal companion in the form of Poochie, the dog. From Yoshi's Island, Yoshi's everything. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, Poochie is incredible. He is invincible. Uh, he runs over spikes for you. Um, he will chomp up the bad guys like they're nothing. Uh, and he'll let you ride on his back,
1: and he'll go in whatever direction you're facing. He
0: is the consummate companion.
1: Yeah, th- that's such a good poll. I am going to go ahead and put Yoshi on this list. Okay, purely. In Super Mario World. Um, because okay, in sure. Super Mario World, he functions mostly, uh, exclusively as kind of like a companion. And would evolve past that. Um, but the Super Mario World, uh,
0: Yoshi also does feel like a different creature, right? Like, it just physically, like, its posture is different. And, like, the way it behaves is so different from... Uh, every other appearance of Yoshi. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think I think we can allow that. Um, Mark, next on my list, I've got a little bit of a uh a little bit of a basic pick. Uh, so I apologize, but it's too classic to ignore. Uh, I'm putting forth Epona.
1: Oh yeah, for Link's, sure, Link's horse. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, what? What we, what we would be more remiss really can be said, if we yeah. didn't include Epona on this list.
0: Um, I think one of the most compelling things about Epona is uh, meeting her as a, uh, a young horse uh, and then coming back when she and Link are, are both seven years older. Um, like it's I, I, I don't know, there, there, there's something about like, uh, the loss of innocence in, in her life as the uh, ranch is taken over by Ingo and all that stuff. I'm referring here just to the Ocarina of Time, even though you encounter her in other games, too.
1: But it, it is true that Ocarina of Time, I think, is yeah. it's the first appearance of Epona, and it is definitely like the most iconic yeah. appearance of Epona. Yeah, so it's sort of
0: the, the platonic Epona. Yeah. Where else does she appear, actually? She's in um, uh, Twilight Princess, mm-hmm. and then I guess you can name a horse Epona yeah, in, in like, Breath, Breath of, of the Wild.
1: Wild. And she's in the beginning of Majora's Mask. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I think that's it. I think that might be it. Uh, my next pick is also just a classic that I think we're going to have to grapple with at some point. And I'm saying Pikachu from Pokemon. But okay. But you, you could make the argument that really it's like any of your starters. But I think Pikachu is kind of like the er, like Pokemon starter, if we're talking about like a- animal companions.
0: So yeah, I, th- I think it's got to just be Pikachu. I, I appreciate the uh, trying to broaden it out to like any starter. Um, but I think if, I mean, first of all, there's like, thirty of those, right? Um, but like the 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 Pikachu is he is the original like companion, right? He, from Pokemon Yellow, where he's like trailing you on the screen. Um, obviously in uh, Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu. Well, just Let's Go Pikachu. Um, he's also following you around. Um, I I almost want to quibble with calling him an animal um, because like. He's a monster. He's a Pokemon, <laughs> but he stays on the list for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh huh. Um. So, so we let him stay. Where to go next, Mark? This one's just for me, and I'm happy it, just to mention him. Uh, I know he'll come off the list almost immediately, but I'm going to nominate the dog from
1: Secret of Evermore, Patrick. I have the dog from Secret of Evermore oh my on god. my list as <laughs> oh well. Oh my god! Um, because I. I, I, I shouldn't have doubted that you would have him on there, but I wanted to make sure that we got uh to talk about Secret of Evermore. Can I put forth just another generic dog? And it's sad that both these dogs don't have any better name. Uh, this is the dog from Super Mario Odyssey. That, yes. Uh, yes. like a little Shiba Inu that, you know, like once you encounter him. He wears a hat. <laughs> he wears a hat that he will fetch. You know, he will fetch your hat. He runs around very joyful Uh, I both like and dislike that it has no name. It's just a small, fun thing that Nintendo included in the game for no reason other than just to bring joy.
0: He can dig up coins for you. He uh, rides along on the Odyssey. Um, As as much as that entire game is joy incarnate, um, I feel like the dog uh, from Super Mario Odyssey similarly embodies joy. Um, All right. Uh, My next pick you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna eliminate one and i'm gonna let you know what i'm eliminating right now uh it is rush from Mega Man. this is
1: another one that's on my list and can i ask are we eliminating it because it's a robot yes okay yeah um not
0: because it's not an but like it just it doesn't feel right also look
1: we got a lot of dogs on this list <laughs> we do have a lot of dogs <laughs> but dogs are the best animal I, I don't know what to tell anyone yeah i mean i okay so Polterpup? Pup? I have Polter Pup on my yeah, list. Yeah, throw, throw him on the okay, list. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess that... Is, yeah, two ghost dogs. Two ghost
0: dogs. Polterpup, Pup, of course, from uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. He is a ghost that is a dog. Um, I don't... What more can be said about he's a, he's Man's an, Best Friend? He's kind of like
1: an antagonist, a little bit, in the, in the second Man's game. Dead Man's Best Friend. Yeah. I got there. <laughs> uh, the, um, uh, in the second game, in Dark Moon... He is a little bit of an antagonist. Oh, okay. Like, uh, you actually, he's like a mini-boss. Um, but in the third game, they found the right purpose for Polterpup, where he is just uh, purely a, a companion.
0: Yeah, hey, Luigi's Mansion, don't make me fight a dog. What are you doing? You're not Resident Evil. Um, uh, all right, so we're, we're getting down to sort of, sort of the, the, the bottom here. I will admit I am saving some not super great entries here for, for my last mentions. Uh, Mark, are you aware that Wario has a pet hen? No. Wario has a pet hen that goes missing, is kidnapped in Wario Land 2, and it proves to be the only thing that will distract Wario from his greed and lust for money. He must put that on hold so he can rescue
1: his hen. Some real gonzo ener- energy.
0: It is some real gonzo energy. Um, I don't know why it's not a more recalled, like, why, th- why we don't see Wario's hen in other games.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I have something from WarioWare Smooth Moves. I love this. And this is a, a um, it is a companion. Well, we'll put it on the list, and we can determine what to do with it. So, basically, uh, the legendary cat dancers from WarioWare Smooth Moves. And what these are- This is so good. Is um, there's a, uh, like, disco, kind of, like, disco stew-esque character called Jimmy T who uh, is in, like, the cut scene before it, his little story, is that he's, like, walking down the street in the rain, and he sees a small cat behind a garbage can, and so, like, Jimmy uh, gives the cat an umbrella, keeps going, and then the cat, along with other cats, 12, 11 other cats, so 12 cats in total, keep following him wherever he goes, and so Jimmy is, like, dancing uh, up on, like, a roof, too. and the cats yeah. are dancing. It's really amazing. It's really adorable, so I'm, uh, this is the legendary cat dancers from WarioWare Smooth Move. Um,
0: what a good pick! Uh, they they are incredible. It's I mean the the little story vignettes that WarioWare so good uh presents you with. I hope we don't lose those in um the new one. Get it together, um play it together. What is it? Get it get together. it together. Get it together. Um, yeah, just absolutely incredible. Looking forward to more pets there. Um. Here's an animal, we can argue whether or not it's a companion, uh, Mamu, who is probably also Wart as he appears in Link's Awakening. Oh. So uh, Mamu is a uh, frog king or frog uh, hit recording artist or something um, who teaches Link a song that he plays on his ocarina, which he then uses to uh, wake the um, rooster at, at like, the, the town weather vane or whatever, so you can like teleport around the map. Um, But he's like a weird frog man who uh, looks eerily like Wart, the main boss from Super Mario Brothers USA or Super Mario Brothers 2 on the NES. Um, And uh, yeah, he's just like a, I mean, we, our our love of Wart is well known. um, And uh, in this version of him, he sings hit songs that everyone clamors to hear and that have magical effects.
1: So I have one on my list from... Link's Awakening that I'm not sure about, Ooh. but it's, like, the chain... I don't even know if it has a name. It's, that like, the chain chomp that's treated as a dog. Yeah, Bow Wow? Like, bow Wow, that you have yeah. to, like, go rescue um, in Link's Awakening.
0: Yes, that uh, the the one that, like, travels with you for mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, good. Again, I, I'm not sure if it's an animal, so we'll...
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, it's that's it's a good tre- point. It's treated like a dog, but, right. like... Well, we'll keep it off. We'll yeah. keep it off. Oh, okay, keep, keeping it off. Okay. Yeah, we'll keep it off... Because here's another one that I'm like, I mean, we have a lot right now. Yeah. And here's another one that I don't really know what to do with this. Maybe they're too much like people, but the uh, Star Fox crew. Oh, yeah. I mean, those are just characters, right? But <laughs> They're companions and they're animals. <laughs> I mean, I they mean, check I, all the boxes. I,
0: I thought about this. I thought about these guys, too. And it was immediately like, I mean, is, is Fox an animal? Yeah. He's, he's a fox. He's, he's a man.
1: No. Patrick, No.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, we we do have a handful of other anthropomorphic animals on here. I just put uh, Mamu on, right? Um. So, but I'm gonna need you to be specific. Okay. If you if there Slippy is Slippy Toad. Okay, so we're putting two frogs on this list. Too I want well I want you to be going- <laughs>
1: frogs. iconic Nintendo frog. Here's right. a list for you.
0: Okay, we're gonna do top ten Nintendo frogs.
1: Um. Okay. We'll put a pin in Slippy, um, because I heart of hearts he's not making the top 10 right but what about judd or little judd from splatoon Ooh. not really companions right they just exist in the world but they are so different i'm so sorry for that audible sigh <laughs> just that
0: they are so different from everyone else is a, a squid kid or some other sort of marine creature right like there's there's that tempura shrimp who like sells sneakers. There's like the uh, the clam that sells you weapons. Everyone is a sea creature, with the exception of Judd and Little Judd, who are cats. Yeah,
1: yeah. In fact, Judd is like a cat from like hundreds or thousands of years ago. That is, was is he really? cryogenically he's been alive frozen? That long. He was cryogenically frozen and then he woke up, and so he's the only. It as far as we know in Splatoon lore. He is the only mammal. He and Little Judd are the only mammals left on Earth. You
0: know what rules is the Splatoon lore? Yeah, it's totally. It's so
1: good. <laughs> also, I lied. I did write Slippy Fox, uh, Sli- Slippy Toad, and on a post note and put him on the table. Because as soon as I said he wouldn't make top 10, I doubted myself. I was like, actually, we might pull, we might pull him up there.
0: Did we end up ranking him as, like, really we ended high. up ranking him way high uh, yeah. in the, uh, when we were ranking the Star Fox crew. Mark, I have one final animal companion to add to this list. Uh, and it is the aforementioned from Donkey Kong Country. I am adding guard the swordfish to that the list. That is a good one. That is a good one. Um, guard has got style. He's also got a certain, like, joie de vivre. Um, the rest of the animal companions seemingly freak out while you're riding them, right? Um, not guard though. He was born to joust his way through the briny deep of Kong Island. Uh, so like it just uh, absolutely, is it called, it's not Skull Island. <laughs> what is it? Is it Kong Island? Am I right?
1: Sure. Okay. I don't, I don't. I. I mean, that makes sense. I can't remember exactly.
0: Uh, so Mark, do you have any further uh, additions to this list? Um, no, I think that's, I, I think that was my list. Um, so when, <laughs> when Mark uh, arrived here this evening, he said, I have to admit I had a hard time coming up with, Um, animal companions, and now we have a table. We did pretty good, full of like twenty five ish animals. So, uh, Mark, let's run it down. Um, We'll just go like line by line. I'll I'll do the first line of them. Uh, So we've got uh, the dog from Super Mario Odyssey, Slippy Toad from Star Fox, the dog from Secret of Evermore, and Mamu from Link's Awakening.
1: We have the baby penguin from Mario sixty four, Poochie from the Yoshi series, Wolf Link from Twilight Princess. Uh, On Guard from Donkey Kong Country. Uh, and then we've got Missile from
0: Ghost Trick. We've got the Player's Nintendog. We've got Plessy from Super Mario
1: 3D World. We've got Dachora, the uh, ostrich thing from Super Metroid. We have Yoshi from Super Mario World. Moosh from Oracle of Ages. Duck Hunt Dog from Duck Hunt. Epona from The Legend of Zelda series.
0: We've got Polterpup from Luigi's Mansion 3, also Luigi's Mansion 2. We've got Pikachu from the Pokemon series. We've got Rambi from Donkey Kong Country and Wario's Hen from Wario Land 2.
1: And last, we have Little Judd and Lil Judd from Splatoon and the legendary Cat Dancers from WarioWare Smooth Moves.
0: Okay, uh, so we've got our work cut out for us here because we've got to slim this down to 10. Do you see any easy cuts where we're like, you know, you said before, let's face it, it's not going to make the top 10 um but is is there any of that that still feels true to you
1: yeah i feel like i can prune my list pretty easily
0: well Here's what I'd like to do. Okay. I'd like to no longer think of them as your list and my list. This is our list. Got it. We are working on them together. They are very clearly color-coded and in each other's handwriting. So, like, there's no getting around. Mm-hmm. There's no getting around what we're looking at here on, on the table. Okay, I'm, well, how about this? How about... I'm going to snap a pic uh, oh.
1: so we can tweet it out. How about I take one from your list and you take one from my... Sorry, from our list. And then you take one from our list. Uh, sure, go ahead. Okay, so... Uh, Wario's Hen, I'm so glad you brought this up because I was not aware of this part of Wario's lore and um, I think it's so perfect and I do think it's unfortunate that more hay is not made about Wario's Hen. Right. Um, but, 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 you, but you are pulling it from but, the list. But not a, a top 10 one, I don't think. Not a
0: lot of Game Boy Color love here happening now um, but I understand. What do we know about Wario's Hen? She's a hen and Wario loves her. That's the end of the list. Um, Mark, from your, from our collective list, um, I think I got to pull that Pikachu off of there. I don't
1: think he's an animal. Ooh, I mean, I will not fight you too hard on this, but I think it's hard to argue that Pikachu is not an animal.
0: He's a Pokemon. They're not, like, they live in a world where, like, a Pokemon is a kind of thing.
1: But yes, like, it, it is the equivalent of an animal. That's like saying that uh, the, like, bird thing yeah. from clearly an animal. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> from, from
0: Super Metroid. All right, all right. All I, I'm not ready to let you take Pikachu all right, off right. quite yet. All right, all right. Um, then I guess I'm going to pull the baby penguin then
1: from yeah, Mario 64. I think that's fair. fairly well, baby penguin.
0: Um, and, again, that may be more on the it's not that we dislike the animal. It's just its uh, status as a companion is suspect. Um, Mark, to that end, I actually want to put up one of my own as a sacrificial, uh, Mamu slash Wart from uh, Link's Awakening. He is more of an animal acquaintance, uh, an animal teacher, perhaps, uh, but not a companion. He never goes anywhere with you.
1: And for that reason, I'll also take off the legendary Cat Dancers. It's a really cute sequence in WarioWare Smooth Moves. But I don't think, it wasn't one that, like, immediately sprung to mind when I was like, oh, yes, of course, we're doing Animal Companions. I'll do the Legendary Cat Dancers.
0: Um, All right. So we've shown some nice, like, contrition, some, like, meeting in the middle here. Um, Now I think things get ugly. So I will... We're sort of left with Stone Cold Classics, right?
1: Yes. Some. Some, some. I, I, I... dear to our hearts but the dog from secret of evermore let's
0: talk about him right now because i you're right of course um it would be weird for him to make it into the top 10 uh but the dog from secret of evermore is amazing you name him yourself which is why he has no name here he transforms as you travel through the various lands made up uh by the people who inhabit uh evermore um i love him dearly he is like the muscle to like your main character's sort of like wizard character um and I say wizard character because he has like the spells and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, no one look. He doesn't even have a single iconic look. He looks four different ways depending on where you are. So I, I think, I think we got to pull him out. Also, we're never gonna see Secret of Evermore released on any other platform <laughs> ever again. So he's gone.
2: So I
1: think that a strong argument could be made for these. Wolf Link. I feel like maybe Wolf Link is your Pikachu where I, I think
0: Wolf Link is my Slippy Toad.
1: <laughs> oh, right. Because wait, your he... argument for Wolf Link is that
0: my argument for Wolf Link is like
1: a, he's a, he, like, that he, is, companion. he is the Mount. Yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and
0: also in Breath of the Wild, unequivocally, he is your animal uh, companion. If you have that Amiibo, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but so I, I think they occupy a similar space where I'm like, I don't know if they totally qualify. Slippy being an animal, sure, but also like, I don't know, he walks and talks
1: and like works on- And like, like a companion on- or a friend really is like Slippy's thing, right? Hmm. Is it like, you, do you know what I mean? Where <laughs> yeah. it's like, is he like an animal companion? companion to fox or is he just one of fox's friends he has his own like agency and everything he's not dependent right on uh fox for anything
0: right he is well so i think this is interesting that in the animal companion relationship there needs to be like some level of like acknowledgement that the animal companion is a i'm just gonna say this even though it sounds the way it sounds a lower form of
1: life yeah yeah totally um
0: and i think slippy toad and fox mcleod are
1: the same yeah there's there's like a a certain amount of i i think for like for animal companion i think from the definition that i have in my head there is a certain amount of like this companion is reliant on the uh the other person for like life basically okay
0: i just want to i just want to run that run this past you luke's tauntaun an
1: animal companion Uh uh-huh chewbacca not an animal not an animal companion i mean uh like you could say, an animal who is a companion, but a friend, right? Yes. An, uh more or less yes. an equal. Okay. I think, yeah, I do, I think we are in agreement with the spirit of this. So, Slippy Toad, um, remove,
0: um, but uh, Wolf Link's status remains
1: un unchanged. I I, I guess for the, for the moment. Okay. Yeah. Um, Missile from Ghost Trick. Love, 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 love this character. Um, technically a Capcom character, and also just uh, I don't think going to be able to beat out yeah. some of these other heavyweights. Uh,
0: so, uh, just to review now, uh, I think in looking at the board, we have now rid ourselves of any uh, characters not uh, introduced in a Nintendo-developed game, right? I think that's right. Okay. Um, which also feels good. You know, sometimes we get to a point where the uh, main theme from Katamari Damacy is in the running for the one of the top four Nintendo music tracks of all time, and we're like, oh no, what have we done? Um, but this, we have, we have
1: avoided that fate here. Um, what do we do here? Well, I think we got to start like ranking. Yeah. Okay. I think, and I think that will help us sort out like what actually makes the top 10. Um, I'll just real fast run through what we have. Yeah. So left on the board is the dog from Super Mario Odyssey, On Guard from Donkey Kong Country, Poochie from the Yoshi series, Wolf Link from, uh, Twilight Princess.
0: Dachora from uh, Super Metroid Plessy from Super Mario 3D World
1: The Players Nintendog from Nintendogs Yoshi from Super Mario World Moosh from Oracle of Ages The Duck Hunt Dog from Duck Hunt Epona from Legend of Zelda
0: Rambi from Donkey Kong Country Pikachu from the Pokemon series Polterpup from Luigi's Mansion
1: 3 And Judd and Lil Judd from Splatoon um, Let's quick
0: talk about Judd and Lil Judd
1: uh, I think we need to pick one I, well, I I actually think we might be able to save ourselves and just eliminate them. I think we can eliminate them because in the definition that we have like yeah. they are not even really your pet. They exist in the world, yes. but they like are completely independent.
0: They are an efficient if anything. Yeah. Animal officiants. We will do one of those at some point uh and we'll we'll see we'll see how we're going. So we are down to 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 14. So we're close we're close to getting a top mm. 10 here. Um, hmm. it's tough because normally at this point I say what do you see as like early bottom contenders but any contender for the bottom is going to be just
1: cut right yeah we need to cut four of these yeah that's true well I feel like we could do moosh from oracle of ages and I have a <sighs> newfound yeah love of moosh but I think not enough people know who moosh is i didn't know who moosh was until like two Mm -hmm. weeks ago and so like going up against epona or on guard i think it's more difficult to make the argument
0: do do yourself a favor though as you listen to this and google moosh m-o-o-s-h fan art you don't even need to specify that you're talking about a zelda character you will find the cutest big blue bear with tiny wings um and you can just love Love those images, mm-hmm. and you don't get anything weird when you uh, when you Google that, which Mush I think is, is great.
1: yeah, precious.
0: Um, I think in that in a similar spirit, I would like to put Poochie on the chopping block here. For as much as I like Poochie, um, I'm just sort of measuring him up against the other dogs that we have on here, um, and the dog from Super Mario Odyssey, the uh uh Poulter pup, and the Duck Hunt dog. Like he seems outclassed. Um, by characters that have either been around longer or who are better able to show personality. The player's Nintendo is on here. It's sort of like Poochie's presence is a mockery to the other dogs.
1: What do you think we do with On Guard and Rambi? Do you think there's space in our top 10 for two Donkey Kong Country buddies? I do. I do think there are. Okay. Um,
0: I, don't, I don't think they, that necessarily has to be the case. I think maybe at this point we go through, and because we only need to eliminate two more. So that, that we have 10. Um, should we start moving characters into a safe, like, yeah, that, that yeah. we know are safe?
1: Yeah. So I, I, uh, for me, Yoshi from Super Mario World is safe for now.
0: Um, Yoshi, when we originally pitched this idea, I thought was the animal companion to beat. That Yoshi would be number one default, and then everyone else would have to just, like, follow in behind him. Um so I'm I'm going to agree with that. I'm also going to say that Rambi, absolutely um there's no way he doesn't make it into our top 10.
1: Um next I'll say Epona. That's yeah. like another one where yeah. I it, think for sure has to be a contender, right? Um
0: and then I also think I mean if for nothing for no other reason than longevity, the Duck Hunt dog has to be in in this top 10.
1: Yeah, so we pretty much have the classics up there. Uh I guess like Pikachu is one that I have a hard time parting with yeah um i i feel like it meets all of our definitions for animal companion minus the argument that it is a monster or a pocket monster instead of an animal
0: well and i, I guess that there, there's like another form of the argument that you can make against pikachu which is in what way if we open the door to pikachu uh-huh why aren't there five hundred Pokemon. Well I think on this there list. could
1: be. I think you totally could make that I, I mean I said in I said in the beginning that like any of your starters yeah, yeah, could yeah, make yeah. the list. But anyone's Pokemon, even like the the uh the key ring could Pokemon could be somebody's favorite Pokemon could be somebody's favorite companion.
0: That's true. I did uh oh, it's tough. It it it's 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 very difficult uh for me to see uh Pokemon as an animal companion but I w- I will I will, I will I will live in this reality for a little while. Okay. Longer. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say safe. Okay. Uh, okay. The dog from Super Mario Odyssey, Polterpup,
1: the player's Nintendo, Plessy, Dachora, Unguard, and Wolf Link. So my vote is what we do with these um, seven that are like still up for debate a little bit, is I think we just start like pitting them against, pitting each, them other. against each other okay. and seeing where we fall.
0: Uh, let's start with Unguard to see if he uh, survives. Uh, on guard, greater than
1: Wolf Link or less than Wolf Link. So, I don't really see Wolf Link as a companion so much. um mm,
0: Spoken like someone who never had that amiibo and played with him <laughs> in Breath of the Wild.
1: Uh, so, but that of the two characters, which do I think is stronger? I think Wolf Link is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um. So we'll just uh temporarily put on guard below wolf link. Mm-hmm. Um uh now let's take the Poulter pup and just uh uh
1: run him against on guard. Yeah so we'll start from the bottom. So polterpup versus on guard. Um more personality in polterpup. Yeah I think so too. Also again hard to compete with a dog. Yeah. Less utility I would say than on guard. Um okay so polterpup versus wolf link. I go wolf link on this. Okay um how are, how are you feeling about that so i like Polterpup. i think Polterpup is really i do too i think cu- i think, I think is really cute but i feel comfortable with him not necessarily making our top ten. So but he,
0: he may still like we've got yeah, four yeah, yeah. others for sure in here. but
1: so uh um above on guard below wolf link okay. where Polterpup will sit for now
0: let's grab that dog from super mario odyssey so go ahead no i i was going to start him at the bottom and see see how he fares um Dog from Super Mario Odyssey versus On Guard. This is like apples and oranges. I'm, I, it's, it's, it's very. I know we always put ourselves in difficult situations, but I feel like we have done ourselves no favors here.
1: They're so different in their yeah. utility, right? Yeah. Like the dog from Super Mario Odyssey is pure joy. Yeah, it doesn't really have any gameplay function. Like uh, mm. On Guard's depend, like reliable, right? Like, yeah. Uh, when On Guard shows up in a level, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get stuff done. You know, but um. So, Ooh, they're, yeah, like, this po- is, two this, totally different pleasures. This is a
0: great point, that, like, the on guard, maybe a buddy, maybe maybe your companion, is ultimately a vehicle.
1: Yeah, he's a tractor.
0: Okay, so the dog, from, and maybe the lack of the dog's utility makes it a better companion. Right.
1: Because there's cause never like, any
0: question about why you're hanging out with him. Yes. Because you yeah. like him and he likes you. It is pure companionship. Yeah. Okay, he beats on guard. Okay, Polter Pup? Versus the dog from Super Mario Odyssey. I gotta say, I gotta go with a flesh and blood dog above <laughs> a, a ghost dog. Okay, and then Wolf Link. What are you
2: thinking?
1: You know, I am not crazy about Wolf Link being. I I don't feel strongly about it, but, or is it? I'm not angry. Um, like I have been with some of our other you know like lists in the past, but uh, I I put dog above Wolf Link. For me, just because I think it fits the definition of what we're going for a little bit better. Okay. put him up there. Now let's grab Plessy from Super Mario 3D World. Ooh, this one is like the perfect mix between dog and on guard. Like yes. the dog from Super Mario Odyssey and on guard. It's a delight to see them every time. Mm-hmm. Um, he's really just helping you out because he wants to. Yes. He wears a little scarf. Uh-huh. I put him above
0: the dog from Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah,
1: I think I I, the fact that he's named. Yeah, um,
0: I think it does it does help. Um, okay, Plessy doing great. Uh, so Plessy is also uh bested the uh, Wolf Link, the polar pup, and on guard. Uh, let's which one of these you want to do? Uh, put put next in the
1: lineup here. Um, let's do uh. Decora? Is that how we say I've it? I've been saying Dechora. Okay, right. Dechora. Let's do that because I have been fearing having to pronounce it all night. So <laughs> is that why out. we haven't talked let's about it? Let's figure out what we're going to do with Dechora. This
0: is the ostrich from Super Metroid.
1: So uh, Dechora versus On Guard. I say better than On Guard. Okay. Uh, I feel like On Guard, well actually I was going to say has more utility. That's not true. Like De-chara, um reveals very important information to you.
0: And is another thing where it's, like, the Dachara has an implied inner life where mm, it does mm-hmm. things while Samus isn't around? Yeah. But then also, like, helps her escape from a exploding planet with her. On guard, he's a tractor, like you said. He's sitting in a crate. He's chilling
1: in a crate. He's in a crate! Yeah.
0: And he's probably been put there. I, I'm not really familiar with uh, the I don't know if there's lore necessarily on
1: that. lore, yeah. Um. Okay, so Dachara above Ungard. I feel good about that. Yeah, me too. Polterpup, I think also above. Okay. Yeah, me. I'll, I'll agree with that. Wolf Link, this is where I'm not sure it can break this barrier. I sort of want to put it above Wolf Link. I will say one thing I like about Dachara Dachora. And maybe it's just because it's a made-up word.
0: You don't have to feel bad about <laughs> saying it wrong.
1: What if it? What if its parents are listening? Um, I, one thing I would like about it, compared to Wolf Link, is and some of the, these others on the list is I like how I like that it's alien. Yeah, and I like how um, kind of like mysterious it is, and that it is like iconic, but it is so far just like pretty much a one-off.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally, I agree with that um dog from super mario odyssey versus the dechora
1: mm-hmm.
0: well well it's implied that both have inner lives separate from the protagonist uh the dog from super mario odyssey brings about more joy mm-hmm. is more focused on joy which i mean that may also just be a function of the fact that mario odyssey is a game about joy and uh, all of the metroid games are profoundly not um but i think
1: i got to give the edge there to the dog from super mario odyssey okay so I think this brings us to the player's Nintendog.
0: So this one is impossible, I think. This is, and we both had it on our list, Um, this is one where I almost feel like it should be removed from the list with an honorable mention. That, like, it cannot possibly be in the top 10 because it comes so close to being a dog. It is the entirety of the game, right? Like, I don't know. I, I feel like it, it needs to be uh, factored in somehow separately.
1: Yeah, because it's like everybody's experience with it is going to be totally different, different and yeah. like unique. Um, and
0: the entirety of your experience with the game.
1: Yeah, and so it's so based on like everybody's individual connection to your Nintendo. I think you're right. I think the player's Nintendo gets posted in the Nintendo Companion Hall of Fame yes. as like a for sure member, but. Is not in the running for to be like on our list. It can't be number one.
0: Do you know what I wish I could remember? Is the our joke about the Cecil B. DeMille award? Do you remember when we did the Cardies (laughs) that we could award this as with a lifetime achievement award, like a Cecil B. DeMario? Yeah, I can't remember what it was
1: either, but yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Players Nintendog is not winning tonight, but is getting that lifetime achievement award um, because it's. it's a winner. Yeah, absolutely. But not the winner. Right.
0: Um, so he, we, he gets set to the side, he or she, and actually both. Um, well, how do you feel about the cat in Nintendo Dogs and Cats? Is that in, implied in here or out the window? I think we should, I think it's fair to include it. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to add in a different color and cats. Mm-hmm. And yeah.
1: Okay. So I feel, so the bottom of our list at this moment is pretty solid. Um and so now we need to approach the the top five.
0: Well, so wait a minute. Uh, we have six in the bottom, and and I'm I'm not necessarily convinced that these five that we put aside as uh, you right, that will be st- the top. Yeah, right. that's fair. Um, but I think we do know who is the bottom of our uh like bottom of the list because we only need to remove one at this point. And I think it means that Unguard is not moving forward.
1: I I think we reserve that right to the very end wow. because I think it's possible that we could. Yeah, this happened in else, the past okay. that right. we could, we could right. talk our way, uh, a few of these off the list. All right,
0: let's pull up. Y- no, not Yoshi. Uh, let's let's d- jump on that one last. Let's take Rambi. Okay, and 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 compete him here. Rambi, obviously
1: better than On Guard. Yeah, no question.
0: Rambi versus Polterpup.
1: Polterpup has more personality. I think one thing I will say against, uh, Rambi and really all the animal companions, all the animal buddies from the Donkey Kong. Series just is, uh, Other yeah, other than googly eyes, like mm-hmm. other than the big eyes, they don't really have a lot of personality, right? Yeah. It's not like oh, I like Rambi because he's sassy, and I like Espresso um because she's flirty, right? There's none of that right. like uh um there, there's there's no personality really, right?
0: It fails the like basic character test of without describing their appearance or their job, tell me about the character, right? And like Polterpup, pup. Polterpop has yes less utility, yeah, but more personality and an implied inner life, not life after life, implied after life uh, outside of his experience with Luigi. Yeah, um, so we are putting Rambi above on guard, but below Polterpop. I think so. Okay, that's fair. Um, let's take Ipona. Let's run Ipona through,
1: um, the paces here. Okay, Ipona for me is really difficult because. It is not like, it, in a lot of ways, it's like Rambian on guard, right? Oppona, yeah. especially like in Breath of the Wild, you can name a horse Apona, but it, it really is like a workhorse. Yeah. Except in Ocarina of Time, in which case there is a real connection between Oppona and Link. Yeah. And I really like it. I really like Me that too. story in Ocarina of Time. And so I'm hard pressed to put it below. Even
0: Plessy. Plessy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I think Epona right now is being slotted in at the top of our like actual ranked I list so uh, so far. Um, all right, which of the the three remaining that we have to like figure out where they go in our our ranking are a Pikachu, Yoshi from Super Mario World, and Duck Hunt Dog. Where would you like to go next, Mark? Let's do the
1: Duck Hunt Dog because this is one that is in a classic. Um, has the only one on this list, oh, I guess, other than Yoshi and Pikachu. Never mind. I was going to say appearance of Smash Brothers.
0: Um, <laughs> I mean, what uh, one thing that I will say about Duck Hunt Dog as a contender in this specific contest is that he's kind of the Muhammad Ali, right? Where, like, he's, se- he's a, a heavyweight. He is, like, a, a, a favorite to win. But you're like, do I like this guy?
1: Like, probably not. He's kind of a jerk. Duck Hunt Dog is... Def is a jerk, I yeah. think for sure. Um, and so it's like, well, Oppona, no. No less Don't. than Oppona, right? Uh Plessy. Less than Plessy. Yeah. Uh Duck Hunt Dog, get a cravat and then we'll talk. Yep. Um, Dog from Super Mario Odyssey, like, Duck Hunt Dog doesn't bring me as much joy. Right, but, but he, is more iconic.
0: Yeah, and he arguably has more personality in that, like, he has, he's you have a more varied experience of him. Mm-hmm. He is both proud of you and willing to laugh at your misfortune. Yeah. Um Dog from Super Mario Odyssey, uh, I don't know, is just a, a, a joy bucket. Um, you know, I'm not sure that he could laugh at you maliciously if he wanted to.
1: Yeah. But yeah. even still,
0: I feel like I, I put him at least slightly below. Like I he,
1: I he, I just so, don't like Duck Hunt Dog that much. Sure, okay. Like yeah. uh I think he's kind of a jerk. Yeah, he is a little bit. So, are we saying below Dog from Super Mario Odyssey and above the Dachora? De- the Dachora. De- How are you feeling about it?
0: I don't know. I almost wonder if we should keep sliding him down the list. Oh, you like? Him. I, I think I like, like the Dachora De- De-
1: De- better. Interesting.
0: Duck Hunt Dog again, like you know, has has a, a life, a purpose, uh, the, presumably outside of your uh, hunting with him, but like. He is just doing that workhorse thing, right? Like, there's no development. He's doing the thing he was trained
1: to do. I guess, and maybe this is unfair to the DeChora, but I think of the DeChora as like a chicken, like a little mindless, okay, like, a, like almost like Hey Hey from Moana, yeah, where it's like it compared is a to another <laughs> Disney character, <Mark>. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. DeChora, like is a companion and is around, but like isn't. It doesn't feel like it's um, uh, emotionally necessarily like bonded yeah. to you in any way. I mean,
0: in in that way, companion is almost the most appropriate word for it, though, right? Like, it's not Samus's pet. Right. Um, it is an animal that is with her on her adventure. Yeah. That um, chooses to stick around. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes because the planet is escaping <laughs> and you're the only you're the only flight out of there, but whatever.
1: Okay. All right. So uh since I don't feel that strongly about it and you would like to put Dachora above Duck Hunt Dog, I think that's totally fair. Okay, so
0: we're putting the Duck Hunt Dog just above Wolf Link and below the Dachora. I think so. Okay. Uh let's bring the Pikachu out here. Is so, it is it time?
1: Are are we are, are we good to uh I think to do I, this? I think we've gotta. Okay. Right. Um so Pikachu, I will say Pikachu versus Epona is
0: the first the first matchup here. Ooh. I know that Pikachu does grow and change with you, the player. It's so hard though because I don't. I don't think of like I think of Link's emotional journey. I don't think of the the Pokemon
1: player character. I I don't. I can't have hard time thinking of their emotional journey. But think of. I I think I think that is true. But like we're that is the criteria we've been using for all of this, so that's fair. But like Pikachu in especially, like, the anime, like, right. they're, like, you know, him and Ash are, like, best friends. They've been through so much, like, together that I feel like Pikachu, and I think the fact that Pikachu here is standing in for any Pokemon that okay, you want to... not
0: stand in for all Pokemon! But I think it kind of does, too many. Like,
1: I think one of the things that makes him such a good companion, and makes Pokemon such a good companion, there are so many, and you can have your, like, favorite. And uh, it doesn't like there may not be a million people that like the keychain Pokemon, but it can be your favorite, and it can be like in the same way that okay, here's here's what I'm gonna do. Pikachu lives in the same Hall of Fame. Wow, as the as, as your Nintendo.
0: I mean, that's that's as you were describing it, it it was starting to feel the same way where it's like I, I. And maybe this is even what, like, my gut was pulling me towards before of, like, I don't think it can count as, like, a discrete animal partner because it is, you know... It, it, it's it, such a personal connection, yes, yes. right? Because,
1: like, pretty... for the, I mean, everyone's experience with Yoshi, Epona, Plessy, Dog from Super Mario Odyssey, the Dechora, Like, your relationship with... I feel like your relationship with all, the rest of these that are on there yeah. are uh, pretty universal. Yes. Very... Whereas like Nintendo dogs, you can have a connection with like your dog uh you can have a connection with like your favorite starter, your favorite Pokemon, yeah that won't line up with somebody else's experience um
0: also like just to your point about Ash's Pikachu and the anime like that is a hard that is a hard point to argue against um but it does like pull us into the realm of like other media and you know shows that have been running nonstop for twenty years, and it's like well. I don't know. It, it 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 feels like a
1: like a different beast. How do you argue against that emotional weight? Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I think we have two Hall of Fame wow.
0: entries. Wow. Okay, of the Cecil B. DeMario Awards. <laughs> I really wish I remembered what what that was. It was a good joke. Um which means then uh we are down to our top 10. And we have to figure out what where Yoshi. Yoshi fits. Now this is the Yoshi from Super Mario World, a fine animal companion. And in the state that we are talking about right now,
1: really only appears in the one game. So pretend. And so I but think. But what, what a showing! What a true. showing! What a showing! But like, yeah, pretend we are living in a world where I like maybe that's the fairest way to do it. Like pretend that we're living in a world where Yoshi was something that showed up in Super Mario World and then we never saw again. Because the Yoshi that lives in our mind now in Smash Brothers, he in the plays Yoshi tennis.
0: Games, He drives a go-kart. It's not
1: a companion anymore. Right. He's like a full-fledged character. Um, And so with like occasional uses in other games like uh, Galaxy 2, where he does just more play that role.
0: Um, Well, so do we have to now apply the uh, sort of axiom that we've done to so many of these characters of like, does Yoshi appear to have a life when not in sight of Mario. And in, in uh, Super Mario World, you encounter them in eggs. But yep. they've been trapped there by magic, right?
1: They're almost, yeah, yeah. And they are almost, in that way, like Rambi or On Guard, where they're just in their crate, waiting for you to come. And that's why, like even just comparing it to our the, next, the second one on our list currently, Epona, again, I think that, in Ocarina of Time, that like connection, the story of how you get Epona, the time travel element, all of yes. it. Like there is a connection there that does not exist in Super Mario World. And right. really like between Mario and Yoshi at all ever. Well, That's just not the relationship that they have.
0: And it's just sort of rare in video games, period, right? Like I'm trying to think of like the the actual like connections to animal characters throughout video games and like you and your horse in uh uh Shadow of the Colossus, like Okay, like there's one, like, but let and then Epona, and it's like what what else is there? Like, um, they, these are like, it like a cream of the crop, like an a number one pick, um, king of the it, hill, king of the hill, all right, I just top like, of the heap. <laughs> um, okay, so I think we're saying Epona beats out, uh, Yoshi. Oh, all I was driving to is that if I think
1: too much about Epona and her relationship with Link. That I'm going to start to cry. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> Let's move on. So uh, I've already welled up a little bit uh, before. So, okay. So I think Epona, um, uh beats Yoshi. So that brings us to um, It's Yoshi is such an icon.
0: Yeah. But you're taking a lot of that iconism from Yoshi's appearances after mm-hmm. Super Mario World. Right.
1: But I don't know that we, well, yeah, 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 yeah. I, mean, I don't know that we need to divorce tough. like Yoshi entirely from that. Um, because I would be hard-pressed to like, rank Yoshi lower than the dog from Super Mario Odyssey. You know what I mean? Right, right.
0: No, I, I, I agree with that. But that does mean that I think we have a real question here in Yoshi as he appears in Super Mario World versus Plessy as he appears in Super Mario 3D World. Um, because they're arguably very similar, right? They're both these, like, dinosaur
1: characters that you ride. They're similar, but I, uh, so I, I give Yoshi the edge here, even in just, like, utility. Um, I, I have not played Bowser's mm-hmm. Fury yet, so it sounds like you have more agency with Plessy there. But, like, in the rest of the levels of Super Mario World, they're, um... Yeah, they're special Plessy levels. Yeah, you don't really have a lot of control over Plessy. Mm-hmm. Like, you can choose like when he jumps, and, or when they jump, or when they go left or right. But it's not like um, you're doing a lot of platforming with it. Whereas like, Yoshi is uh, uh, like, empowers you so much more, and it increases the things that you can do in Super Mario World. Okay, so counterpoint to that,
0: at no point in Super Mario 3D World are you ever tempted... To abandon
1: Plessy to his death <laughs> so you can reach a higher plane. A noble sacrifice <laughs> that true companions um, understand, I think. Um,
0: all right. I think there's also just, it is so hard, and I keep trying to, but I don't know that I'm, I'm effectively doing it, to separate the Yoshi as we see him in that game
1: from just, like, who we know Yoshi to be. Yeah, I, I think that's totally true. Like, we can try to be as academic as possible, but there is still that emotional part where right. I'm like 10, 8 years old, whatever, and seeing Yoshi in Super Mario World for the first time and just, like, it, yeah. unimaginably cool.
0: Yeah, you're riding a dinosaur. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know what else, and He's wearing boots and a saddle. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to tell you. Um, so I I suspect this is our list, Mark. I think so, and I, I feel... Good about it. So do I. Uh, let's uh, take a read from the bottom. Coming in at number 10 from Donkey Kong Country, Unguard the Swordfish. Followed
1: closely at number 9 by Rambi from Donkey Kong Country. Then at number 8, we've got Polterpup from Luigi's Mansion 3. And at number 7, Wolf Link from uh, Twilight Princess. And coming in at number 6 is the Duck Hunt Dog, even though he's a jerk. Uh, coming in at number five is the DeChora from Super Metroid. Mark, I just want you to know I'm proud of you. <laughs> coming in at number four is the dog from Super Mario Odyssey. Just because it's just pure joy. Pure joy. Number three is Plessy from the Super Mario series. Uh, coming in at number two is Yoshi, sort of as, just as he appears in Super Mario World, but let's be honest, uh, as he appears in everything. And number one, Epona from the Legend of Zelda series, specifically Ocarina of Time which talking about tonight has almost brought Patrick and I to tears <laughs> I each independently. Uh,
0: and then, of course, a uh, special mention uh, needs to be made of the uh, players Nintendo and cats um, and Pikachu from Pokemon as uh, recipients of a Lifetime Achievement Award, the name of which we cannot quite remember. All right, Mark, this is a great list. I think we did a wonderful job. Let's close this segment out. All right, that is going to do it for this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. I think we made a pretty good definitive list. We're both still friends. Um, we're still friends, right? Yes, I okay, promised right. we would be. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I'm holding you to that promise. But if you think we messed anything up, you can always write into us at nintendo cartridge society at gmail.com. gmail.com. Um, but we didn't, it's definitive. Uh, remember, you can rate, review, and follow us on Apple Podcasts if you like the episode. You should sa- share it on Facebook or Twitter or with any animal lovers in your life, especially if they like uh, you know, dinosaurs and weird alien animals, which is a lot of this list. We, they're mostly dogs.
1: That feels inevitable to me. Yeah, that
0: feels inevitable to me, too. Um, Going to keep ent- uh, outro us out of the show. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Mark is at MKE Mitchell, and the show is at NinCart Society. We also have a Facebook page, which is just Nintendo Cartridge Society. Olivia Duncan made our logo. Our theme music is provided by Ape Betty. You can get more of his music by going to apitbetty.com or by listening right now. For my co-host Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Ellers reminding you to have your dogs and cats spayed and neutered and saying thank you for listening.